Hello loves, Javon Frazier here, your guiding light, and welcome to another episode of So Here's the Thing. Y'all know what it is, it's the time of the week when I come and I share either what I'm dealing with, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, um, in the hopes of, one, releasing, right, gaining clarity for myself, and two, um, that by sharing my experiences, that someone listening will be able to will be able to find what they need, right? Get the answers that they need. Get some some light um, and clarity in their situations. <laughs> it's it's interesting because I'm realizing that through sharing, right, my journey that um, I really, really am changing lives. You know, I don't know if I've ever shared the story of how I came up with the guiding light um, or, you know, why I call myself that. Uh, If you have been rocking for me for any amount of time or if you're new to me, um, I am an author Uh, My first book is called The Hidden Jewel, and it is about my life. That's my first time ever really sharing publicly um, the most intimate, vulnerable pieces of myself. And it started off as just free writing, a brain dump, journaling. Um, And as I got deeper into it, it was like I heard Spirit say, this needs to be a book. Now, when I was a little girl, I I did say I wanted to be an author. I've always been in love with reading and books and writing and all that stuff. I feel like I communicate better um, through words um, on paper. So yeah, but I never thought like I wanted to write an urban novel, like love stories, you know, Uh, I wanted to be the next you know, sister soldier, if you will, especially after I read The Coldest Winter Ever, like, pause. That book ignited my true love of becoming an author. That book was everything. So I always wanted to write an urban novel. Um, I had no idea that a self-help pinned narrative was even on my radar. So I published the book. And at the same time, launched a group called, a support group called um, the Heavenly Jewels Alliance. It was a partnership for victims and survivors of sexual abuse because my book, The Hidden Jewel, is all about my experiences with childhood sexual trauma and how it impacted my adult life. So... That is how I started like really sharing myself very vulnerably, transparently. And that did not come easy. No, no, no. Listen, when I tell y'all like I lost some folk behind that book and even the ones that are still here, if you're truly honest with yourself, you know that that's where it shifted. But that's a conversation for another day. I love you anyway. (laughs) Um... But as many people, you know, that were angry and upset about the book, double that 
for the amount of people that actually came up to me and was like, oh my God, you told my story. Oh my God, like I now want to share. Oh my goodness, me too. I shine was the me too before there was a me too, okay? Um, And so that's when I realized that, you know, my, my role in this realm, in this time, is to navigate my darkest moments, my shadow work, right? And be a light so that other people can navigate their darkness and find the light in their lives. And so that is why um, I am your guiding light. There is a song that Cynthia Erivo has called uh, Stand Up. It's from the movie Harriet. And at the end, she repeats almost chant-like, I go to prepare a place for you. The song resonates with me so much because in my personal life, there's so much that I deal with that seems like it's the end of the world. How the hell am I going to deal with this? Why am I going through this? How am I supposed to make it? I can't take this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And it never fails. In my darkest moments, that is when I create beautiful, beautiful, beautiful works, right? Whether it be the hidden jewel, the business, whether it be my books, whether it be the events, whether it be one-on-one womb sessions or whatever it is, in my darkest moments, it's like I shine the brightest and more people are able to get what they need. So, um, it's, it's, it's an, an, it's an honor. (laughs) I got tongue tied and I love it and I appreciate it. That is why I do what I do. So this is this is what um, this podcast is about. Sometimes I share, you know, very personal things. Sometimes I share my thoughts on things that are happening surface level, you know, things that are happening in the collective. But it's all for us, like, coming to this point of awareness and light within ourselves. And, of course, that looks different for each person. Um, the journey looks different for each person. But the end goal is awareness light right so with that being said this episode is a repeat um but I found it necessary to share it again today yesterday was international women's day I held um alongside with my beautiful soul sister one of my best friends Leah Deluzio of her sacred circle um goddess collective it is an events company and they also have um uh an online community on Facebook which I love um that I've talked about it I've talked about Leah like that sisterhood has literally shifted everything in me. Um, it has awakened so much. It has healed so much. And I'm just like, listen, I'm team her sacred circle. Okay. So yes. Um, but yesterday we did a virtual gathering in honor of International Women's Day. We honored the women um, who have come before us. We honored the women who still journey alongside us. And we honored those women who were following in the trails that we blazed, right? And it was just a beautiful, beautiful moment of sisterhood, of gathering, of solidarity, of 
power of strength, of womb wellness, of just, oh my God, it was amazing. Um, And so I felt that it was very, very important to bring back this um, episode, this topic that we're about to address, because you can't talk about women and all that we are doing and all that we are accomplishing without talking about the superhero syndrome. We can't talk about how many hats we wear as women without talking about the dark side of that, that sometimes the shit is exhausting. Sometimes we do way too fucking much. Sometimes we need to take off all the hats, all the capes, and just be and rest and release and cry and do whatever the fuck you need to do because that is also your power as a woman. It's your ability to say, hey, 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 sis, love, children, boss, company, world, I'm not okay right now. I can't do all this shit by myself. Right now, I'm taking it off. I'm taking off these hats. I need a moment for me. I need a moment to just be the woman. I need a moment to just be Javon. I need the moment to just be, insert your name here. That is also your right and your power as a woman. And it is through um, tearing down this idea that women are these supernatural creatures and and wait a second we do have powers right we we are magical and mystical and creators and all those things but we also are spiritual beings having a human experience we go through human emotions we deal with human shit and 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 sometimes that looks like feeling vulnerable and feeling you know not strong and and feeling less than super feeling less than empowered feeling less than you know the badass goddess and and warrior woman that we all know that lives inside right so um just just flash back with me to this episode i hope that there are some nuggets that you share. I am also listening along with you so that I can, you know, remind myself <laughs> that it's okay to take those hats off. It is okay. Um, and then we'll come back at the end and we'll talk about it. All right. Enjoy. Hello loves, it is Javon Frazier, your guiding light, and I am here with, I guess this will be episode one of the talk. I don't know what it's going to be called, you guys. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But listen, so I'm sitting here and I'm watching um, different videos on Facebook. It's a Saturday morning. I'm still in bed. I'm chilling, you know, nothing major, but the video of uh, Aretha Franklin performing um, Natural Woman Live came across Facebook. And, ooh, and it made me think how that song is taking on a whole new meaning for me. Um, because, you know, it's no secret that, you know, I used to be married or whatever and that I am no longer with him. 
But one of the things that he used to always say was that, you know, I act like a man. I act like a man. And I um, was very, very defensive about that. Like, I felt like he was coming for me. Um, and then I met someone, we had a conversation and, 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 you know, just learning and growing or whatever the case may be. And I realized that, like, I kind of do I am type a okay um but there is a side of me where I you know I I would call my nigga side you know what I'm saying um uh the the I would talk and be like you know the nigga in me the nigga in me now listen if 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 let me just say if you're new to me to Javon not the guiding light but Javon this is how I talk um when I'm, 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 I'm me, you know what I'm saying? When I talk to myself, sometimes it's my nigga side. I'm not always the guiding light. Javon in her real life, I, I'm flawed just like everybody else, um, which I think equips me to be your guiding light because I go through stuff and I learn and I grow and then I come and I share with you. I shine light on certain topics so, you know, you can elevate and, and, and go higher and be your best self. So, you know, in that respect, I am perfectly equipped to be your guiding light. Um, but yeah, so I say all that to say, like, if I'm talking and I use terminology that is offensive to you or that may be different to what you think I should be, um, you know, I don't apologize because this is how I bring it to you. I believe in being my true authentic self at all times. And my true authentic self has a nigga side. Uh, we're working on it. Hence the reason for this episode, but all right. So, um, let me get back on track. Oh, something else about Javon. I'm very random when I'm talking off the dome. So stick with me. You'll be blessed by this. <laughs> Listen, so yeah, so it wasn't until I came across, you know, someone and I'm talking, I'm sharing and I was like, yeah, you know, cause the nigga in me and he was like, yo, why you say that? It's like, cause I have a nigga side. You mean like, <laughs> that's why I said it. Cause it's the nigga in me. Like I'm not always nice, you know? And one of the things that I used to say all the time is that you know you gotta you in in my young dumb years now okay again I go through stuff so in my young dumb years I used to be like you know you gotta play the game like a dude you know what I'm saying like who who wants to keep getting their heart broken who wants to you know and everything not even just relationships like you gotta play the game like a dude you know in in your career you know what I'm saying like it's no secret that men make more than you know women do for sometimes doing less work you know what I'm saying if not equal um so yeah in in all things I felt like sometimes you got to play the game like a dude to get what you want right so when he was like why you know why are you saying that why why you know you and, and, and listen listen okay let me preface this by saying that I was talking to a real man in this conversation so he was like you're not a man and the way he said it he just kept saying you're not a man that irritated me like I was getting real defensive like first of all I'm not trying to say that I'm a man but yes I can do what I gotta do to get the job done you know how we do when our neck like start twitching and that hand start like what are we what are we where where are we going for real what's what's the switch but anyway 
<laughs> that's another thing. We, start, we, we get that pop. That pop be serious. But anyway, so I got really, really defensive. And I was like, I'm not saying I'm a man, but what I'm saying is I can do what I need to do. Listen, hmm. I'm going to try to stay on subject with this. And this may be twofold. This may be a twofer episode because that mindset, like women, can I pause and talk to us? Matter of fact, not even just women, specifically black women, because the superhero complex is killing us women. It really, really is like, take it from me. You know what I'm saying? I, I suffer from the superhero complex deeply. I do it all. I don't let anybody help me. I won't ask for help. Um, and in part, in part, in part, I have to take a look at myself um, in terms of, of why I'm not where I want to be in life because you, you can't do it all. You're not supposed to. You're not created to. And even if you can do it all, you can't do it all in excellence. Something is going to go lacking. Yeah, this is going to be a two part because I, I have to get on the subject of black women can raise black men. That's going to be another episode. But yeah, we can't do it all, ladies, sisters. We can't. We're not supposed to. We are not supposed to. And again, even if we can do it all, we won't do it all in excellence. Something is going to go lacking. And if I know you like I think I know you because you're connected to me, which means that we got something in common. You ain't trying to be out here half stepping like you want to put your best foot forward. You want to operate in excellence only. You want to elevate. You want to go higher. You want to be your best self at all times. So with that being said, that takes knowing that you cannot do it all. You have to delegate. You have to fall back. You have to ask for help. Okay? Okay. Now, moving on. We got that? Got that? Strike market down? All right. Um, <laughs> something else y'all gonna learn about me during this podcast, y'all are gonna get to know me. And either you'll love me even more because you'll be able to understand me or you'll get out of my space because you ain't gonna be able to rock with me. Either one is fine with me, but this is going to be like the, the, the thing that I think connects you to who I am in totality and why I'm really the best mother sucking choice for your guiding light, yo. Like if you're gonna listen to anybody, listen to me. I'm just kidding. Listen to yourself too, first, always. But if you need to be reassured or if you need, you know, a second opinion yeah you in the right spot but anyway back to this conversation that I was having with this particular um gentleman um the conversation went on like I said I got really defensive about you know me saying the nigga in me because I was venting and when I vent that's when the nigga comes out you know because I'm, I'm all right. Let me be transparent. Let me, let me, let me expose myself. Okay. Because I've been through so much sexual abuse as a child, you know, heartbreak, 
failed relationships, uh, 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 people walking away from me, people, you know, using and abusing my, uh, my gifts, my talents, um, all of that. I've built up this defense mechanism that is also oh comfortable, right? It's very freaking comfortable. Uh, that invisible air quotes protects me from that ever happening again. And I'm using air quotes because that's what I tell myself, but in reality, it doesn't. Um, but we'll get into that in a later episode too. So I've, I've developed this, this defense mechanism, my nigga side, you know, where I don't care. I don't, whatever. I don't need you. I got this. It's me, man. Keep talking about, get out of here, whatever. Like it's real aggressive, right? And it used to be Jules. Now, if you don't know who Jules is, go on and purchase the hidden jewel, uh, J-E-W-L, so that you can understand Jewel, J-E-L-Z, Jules. If you don't know who Jules is, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll get to meet her because she is me and I am her. But at that time, Jules, I created this alter ego, if you will, which was Jules. And Jules was a nigga, like straight nigga, didn't care, like rude, reckless, uh, mean, disrespectful, no regard of anybody else other than herself and her son. Like, uh, yeah. But on the flip side of that, on the flip side, I got a lot accomplished because Javon is very caring and, you know, uh, uh, cares about other people's feelings sometimes too much. You know, I put other people above myself because, you know, I want to make them happy. I was a people pleaser, you know, don't be mad at me. Don't. So, yeah. So because I felt like Javon kept getting hurt, I created my nigga side, Jules. Jules developed as Jules, the stripper. But again, go get the book, The Hidden Jewel, so that y'all can be caught up. Matter of fact, pause this. Going over to www.javonafraser.com, click on shop and get this book so that you guys can be up to speed about what I'm talking about when we talk about Jules and Javon, okay? Now, let me say that Jules and Javon are not one and the same because I realized that in trying to suppress Javon, I wasn't being my true self. And in trying to suppress Jules, I'm still not being my true self because it's all me. It's just, I didn't understand how to increase certain levels and decrease certain levels in different situations. But we'll talk about that later too. Yo, we got a lot to talk about. Are y'all taking notes on everything that I said that we were going to talk about? Cause if you don't see it, you got to come back and be like, yo, we were supposed to talk about this. Cause you said we was going to come back and talk about it. All right. So that being said, Jules, the nigga, when I'm talking to myself and I'm venting and I'm mad and, 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 you know, uh, I'm going off. It's because you have hurt Javon. Javon doesn't like to be hurt. Okay. So Javon steps back. Jules steps up, feels like she has to protect Javon. So the nigga comes out. Now you may be saying, yo, you crazy. We all do it. You just may not be able to identify it separately. Like I have, because I sit back and reflect. 
we all have different defense mechanisms and different characteristics that come up at different times. Okay. If you walking around here yelling and screaming and cussing people out all the time, you're not an evil person. I will put money on the fact that you're just hurt. And so because you're tired of being hurt, you've developed this defense mechanism of attitude, mean, rude, and that ain't really you. That's who life told you that you had to be. Who are you, who are you before or who were you before life conditioned you? Handprints on the glass. There's a workshop with that at www.shinethemovement.com. Listen, I got stuff for y'all all day. I just been sitting on, man. <sighs> all right. So, as I was venting to him, and paint the story of how this whole conversation happened because I realized I didn't do that. As I was venting to him and I was going off and I was cussing and fussing and I was like, you know, because a nigga in me really wanted to da 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 But I was like, nah, don't do that. <sighs> because this is the conversation that I have for myself. Because again, the defense mechanism is raw, but your true self is like, well, no, because we're mind, body and spirit. Okay. So our mind be telling us one thing, but our spirit is like, wait, no. And then our body just does whatever our mind tells us to do. That's why you got to always be in tune with your spirit and with yourself so that your spirit governs your mind, your mind governs your body, which acts on whatever your mind tells it to do, which follows whatever is in your spirit. So if your spirit ain't right, your mind won't be right. Your body will be out here living reckless. God, that one up off the dome. See what happens when I just randomly talk. They just, they just, they just drop. Them gems just be dropping. Bang, bang, blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry. I'm so random. All right. So he, 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 and this too, here's another thing about who you have around you and why it's so important. Because if you have people around you that's just let you vent, and say dumb shit, it's not, mm, dumb stuff like the nigga in me and not call you to your greater self like, yo, why you say that? Why? Why? What's what's that about? If you don't, if you don't have that, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Um, but yeah. So you need to surround yourself with people who will check you when you need to be checked but you also have to have the ability to check yourself so after the conversation after me being defensive I stepped back you know and I took some time to reflect reflection is very important and I thought about what he said because I'm very very much self-aware I'm aware of myself okay I know what I do when I'm doing it I just don't always listen to what I'm supposed to be doing because again, we're mind, body, and spirit. So my spirit is like, yo, stop. But my mind sometimes is like, man, whatever. And so my body is acting on my mind because my body really is not in control. It really isn't, which is why you really can bring your body under submission for anything. You could stop whatever you want to stop or start whatever you want to start in terms of your body because it all starts in the mind. But whatever, we'll get into that. So I'm reflecting and I'm thinking about the conversation. And I'm thinking about why I created my nigga side, right? And it's because I've been hurt. And I've thought about all the times that people have said to me 
yo, you such a nigga. Or I've said to people, yo, you was such a nigga. Women, okay, not people. Um, and what that means, okay? Women, we will never be them. Ever. They will never be us. We were created differently for a reason. And anything that goes against creation will always be off. You can try, but you will never be able to duplicate the essence of a woman. You can try, but you will never be able to duplicate the essence of a man. There is nothing like a man. Oh my God. Like, oof. Mm. <laughs> it's something about a man who knows who he is and, and walks in the authority of his manhood. <laughs> Same thing with women. Yo, a woman who knows who she is and she walks in all that she is, in her feminine energy, in her, you know, excellent energy. Yo, yo, we just, we just recently um, mourned the passing of Aretha Franklin. And I, of course, like many others, went back and watched a lot of clips of her, you know, speaking and singing and, and, and doing different things. And being the powerhouse that she is, she was still a woman. Like, you could just feel it. Like, I mean, because her voice, come on now, that voice, right? But when she spoke, she spoke with such class and grace and dignity and, you know, feminine energy that just says, I am a woman and I am comfortable in being a woman. That to me is like everything. We need to redefine femininity, ladies, because somewhere along the lines, we have been told that femininity is equal to being weak, and it's not. And even the feminist movement, I hate it because I feel like it just completely destroyed us especially black women, because it further uh, um, carries the notion that we don't need them and we are equal to them. Equal in terms of what we deserve and, and, and respect and, and equality, yes. Equal in terms of who we are and what we bring to the table, Nah, man. And you shouldn't want to be equal. Listen, listen, listen. If everybody can have what you bring to the table, why do we need you? If you can do what I do, why do you need me? If we all are bringing the same skills, qualities, and attributes to the situation, what do we what, like? What 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 sets you apart? What makes me say I have to find 
you. I need you. Women, if you're walking around here acting like men, they're not going to see you and recognize you and recognize that you that they need you because you just like me. I don't need two of me. But if you understand that I am your missing piece, that I am the balance that you need to even the scale. Come on, man. You're going to seek me out. You're going to recognize me when you see me because you're going to feel that I am what you need. But listen, again, let me go back to my point. Actually, this is all my point, dang it, because it's all it's all important. It's all necessary. If y'all hear a lot of noises, it's a Saturday morning. I'm recording in my bedroom. I have neighbors in my condo, so stay stay focused. Okay, don't worry about what's going on in the background. Hmm. Now. We need to redefine femininity, okay? I don't have to be soft to be feminine. I don't. I just have to be feminine to be feminine. And what that means to me. But I digress. So this brought me to, thinking about the conversation, as you can see, brought a lot of thoughts, triggered a lot of thoughts. One, why do I take pride in the fact that I can do what you do, I can move how you move, when being different is where it's at because I'm not like you, I'm me, and there's only one me. Um, the second thought is that, again, we have to understand that we have a hand in everything that happens to us okay because we're able to respond or react based on what we choose okay um if you get the journal uh yeah the journal 21 days to shine i talk about the difference between responding and reacting but let me just go in it real quickly again that's at www.javonnyfraser.com ping um When you're reacting to something, okay, you can't control how, what happens to you. But when you're in reactive mode, how you react is based on what happens to you, okay? Cause and effect, okay? Your reaction is, is you know, because of something that someone did to you, an outside factor, okay? Your response is your natural response it's who you are it's what naturally comes out so your reaction is is nine times out of ten unnatural because you're going off of emotion you're going off of what someone else did what someone else said what someone you know what happened to you what you like it's it's because of something outside of you your response is because of who you are on the inside okay so um yeah that's that now with that being said I have had a hand to play in you know a lot of the things that's happened to me you know my nigga side if you will has caused people to walk away from me men and women relationships friendships Um, my nigga side has caused me to 
not be sensitive to other people. My nigga side has caused me to not apologize when I should have. It's caused me to not admit that I was hurting when I should have. Um, you know, it, it, it's a lot of things that has come as a result of me being a nigga. One being maybe not having the type of relationship that I want. And this is the point that I was getting to. This is the point of all of this. And I was talking about listening to Aretha Franklin's song, Natural Woman, because I recently realized why people would say to me you're acting like a nigga or you're a man now while they were saying it in a derogatory way there was some truth to it there's some truth to everything 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 there's some truth to everything okay even if it's someone's opinion it's based off of some sort of truth somewhere down the line now with that being said, um, I realized that in everything, there is feminine and masculine energy in everything. And in order for things to flow properly, um, there has to be feminine and masculine energy. You have to operate the way that you're supposed to be operating. So if you're in a relationship, men, and your woman is acting like a man is operating in masculine energy you have to check yourself to say am i operating at the highest level of masculinity because if i am her natural response is to operate at her feminine level women if you're in a relationship with a man and you feel like you know, you're doing it everything, you, you know, he's not the man you want him to be. You have to look at yourself and say, are you operating in all of your femininity? Because if you are, the natural response for him should be, will be, if he is a real man, to step up and be a real man. Now, if you can step back and look at yourself and say, yes, I am operating in my full level of femininity. Yes, I am operating in my full level of masculinity. And they still choose to operate outside of themselves, then walk away. That's energy you don't want in your space because they don't understand themselves. And you ain't got time to be wasting. Because at the end of the day, it's all you in terms of how you choose to be, how you choose to operate. Women, we are not created to do it all. I can't say that enough. We're not created to be men, we're not. We're not. And even as a type A woman, cause I am type A, I am type A. When I have, when I come across, when I'm in the presence of that man, I know how to play my cards accordingly. I know how to play my position. This is what this is how I talk. I play my position. Now, 
The reality is, and and I say it in a harsh way, but I mean, it's, it's true. I give all men respect. I do. I give all men respect because as a man, you deserve respect, especially black men. I'm sorry. I love y'all. I love my black men. You guys are amazing. You guys are just the sh- <laughs> There is nothing like a black man on the planet. Nothing. And when he really realizes who he is as a black man, a real man, yo, he, yo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you how you can tell the difference between a man and a boy in a man's body or a grown boy. A man just is. He doesn't have to run around talking about I'm the man, let me be the man, blah, 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 blah. He just is. You can tell in the way he walks, the way he talks. And most men come off as being very cocky because they talk with a level of such um, confidence and and um, assurance that it's like, ugh. Because if you're not used to that, it seems as if they're stuck on themselves. No, I'm just confident in who I am. And they don't say it, though. They don't say it. And that's like with a woman. Women. I'm talking to my sisters right now. A real woman doesn't have to title herself as a real woman. She just is. You don't have to say I'm a queen. You just reign. You don't have to say, oh, I'm a boss chick. You just move. You know, like, yo, <laughs> that's how you could tell the real from the fake. I know I'm going off on a tangent, but that's how you could tell the real from the fake. If I got to walk around telling you what I am, if I got to label myself, then you don't. Either you don't see me for me or I'm not really that because I just am. There is a reason why people come to me and they tell me their problems all the time. Like I used to take Lyft. It's no secret if you follow me on YouTube, I took Lyft every day faithfully for like a year and a half. I loved it because I got to meet new people every single day. You know what I mean? Because in our, in our everyday lives, we don't really meet people. Like, that's why networking events are so popular because we don't have time to meet people because we're we're stuck in our own little circle, in our own little bubble. We're not social anymore. And even social media is not social. But anyway, um, so when I was taking Lyft, every single day I was the guiding light, right? I was coaching somebody, helping somebody, shining light on, on, on a certain topic, helping somebody come out of darkness because my aura, my energy says I can help you. I never once had to tell people what I do. I just strike up a conversation. They would strike up a conversation and it would gradually evolve into, let me tell you my problems. How can you help me? Or, Oh, that's a problem. Here's how I can help you because it just, it's just who I am. It's in me. Don't tell me your problems if you don't want me to give you a solution. And and I have to be careful of of what I say because it's like the floodgates just open and people just start talking. And I'm like, oh, I, okay, you need the guy to lie. All right. 
I just be trying to have a good time and people want to tell me life story. Um, because I am who I am. I don't have to proclaim. Now, yes, on social media, I do say, you know, I'm your guiding light because you guys don't know me. You know, you're not in my presence. You can't feel my energy. So I have to first tell you who I am to get you to listen to me so that you can say, oh, yeah, she really is a guiding light. Now, if I'm walking around and I have to tell you that I'm a woman, clearly I'm not a woman. If I'm walking around as a man, I got to say that I'm a man. It's like, who are you trying to convince, me or you? Now, when you're in the presence of a real man, women, we automatically play our position. Automatically. So if you're in a relationship and you're running him, something's off. (laughs) That energy is off. Either with you or him. Men, if you're in a relationship... And she won't let you be the man. You have to say to her, let me be the man. Something's off, either with you or her. Because it comes naturally. Let me... Hmm. Women know who we can and cannot try. We do. We know what man we can buck up against and who we can't. So if I'm bucking... It's because I know I can. Period. My grandfather. My grandfather. My grandfather has never had to physically discipline me. Because I know not to try that man. It's in his voice. And, and, and I'm not scared of my grandfather. I respect him. It's in the way he carries himself. My, if y'all can't tell, my father and my grandfather, I love them. When my daddy speaks, I listen. That's why I go home so much. That's why I need my father so much because it's that masculine energy. I don't. When I go to my daddy's house, I don't have to be it all. I don't have to worry about stuff. I can just be Javon. My dad is the shiznai, okay? My grandfather, again, my grandmother's the same way. And my grandmother is a very strong woman. I mean, she raised me, come on, man. My grandmother's sarcastic. My grandmother, you know, is opinionated. My grandmother is strong. But when it comes to my grandfather, she knows how to play her position. But it doesn't take away from who she is. She still cooks for him. Not because she has to, but because she wants to. Because my grandfather can cook too. As a matter of fact, they joke (laughs) that he taught her how to cook. Or he jokes that he taught her how to cook. But when when you see them together, I love seeing my grandparents together. Because my grandfather will say certain stuff, right? And my grandma, you know, she's in the kitchen at the sink or sitting, you know, at the table across from him or whatever. And he's talking and she's making faces, right? And I'm cracking up because she's making faces or, you know, you know, okay. But he's like, she still respects him, right? I think they've been together for 40 something years. So they kind of have that, that dynamic. And I just love it. Like you, you can tell that 
she loves him, she respects him, but you know, she's still her. So it's like, mm, okay, okay, but you gonna get your butt up and go make his plate though. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's cute. And, and I'm the same way. Like, don't be fooled. <laughs> don't be fooled. I'm, I'm type A, but I still know how to play my position. And it doesn't take away from who I am. I'm going to talk junk, but I'm, go, I'm, I'm listening. It's just me. So women, don't, don't be afraid of playing your position, man. It's beautiful. It is, it's beautiful. It's, once you come across a man who makes it easy to be a woman, you realize like, ooh, I like this. You mean to tell me I don't have to? Oh. Mm. And it leaves me room to do so much more because I'm not exhausting myself trying to play both parts. That is exhausting. And that's why the superhero complex is killing black women because it is exhausting to try to be it all, all the time. Because it's not natural. It ain't you, boo. That's why single women, single mothers are burnt out. That's why, you know, these, these women who are, are, you know, leading businesses and, and climbing the corporate ladder and all that stuff, but they, they're, they're single or, or, you know, they don't have, and I'm not saying that you have to be married. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, because that's a mistake I made thinking that I had to be married in order to operate in my greatness. No. But if you don't have that masculine energy to balance you out, to take care of the stuff that is really outside of what you're supposed to be taking care of. And again, this is not to say that I'm sexist or anything, but it's just natural that some things I shouldn't have to worry about. Jill Scott said it best. I can do it all. I really can. But there is a yin and a yang, left and a right. There is a reason why there's a man and a woman. Even if you look at fruit, bell peppers, I did not know this. It's, it's in everything, it's in everything, it's in everything. There's balance in everything. So if you don't have that, you will naturally be off. We gotta, we gotta stop with that, I don't need a man. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. We need men. We need our fathers. We need our grandfathers. We need our uncles and our brothers. Let me tell y'all something. I love my sisters. I was raised with my sisters. I have two younger sisters and two younger brothers. My middle brother, him and I, like I met him when we were kids, but we didn't get close until 2013, 2014. But if you see us, you would think we grew up together. My baby brother, uh, in June, we spent a week together. No, I stayed a week. He stayed like, anyway, we spent some time together for the first time in years. And for the longest time 
ever. You would think that we've been around each other all our lives. My brothers bring something to me that my sisters can't. Like, and I bring something to my brothers that they can't bring to each other. It just, I can talk about stuff with my brothers that I can't talk about with my sisters. I'm sure my brothers can talk about stuff amongst each other that they can't share with me. My baby brother shares things with me that he probably wouldn't share with my brother. You know, like it just, we, so it ain't just in relationships. I'm not talking about you, you have to have a man. And that's that thing. Yo, we, women, okay. I already figured out what this podcast is about. Demystifying the superwoman complex. Like women, this, yeah, this is going to be a minute. How long I've been talking? Let me see. Cause we just going to park it here for a second. Y'all ready? Rock with me a little bit. Okay. 41 minutes. Give me 15 minutes. Okay. Because I'm trying to help us. I'm trying to help us because I love us. I want us to do better. I want us to be better. And really, women, we do have the power. Hmm. We do. We do. And the, 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 that is why operating in our feminine energy is best. Because once you realize the power you possess as a woman, baby baby everybody want to talk about the game of chess right i don't play chess but you you hear that analogy in life a lot you got to play chess while they playing checkers well from what i understand the queen can make moves in the game of chess that no one else and none of the other pieces can women can do things that no one else women you give life you bring life into this world yes the man has the seed but without the ground the womb for him to plant the seed for that seed to grow without us carrying it without us nurturing it without us taking care of ourselves to present the appropriate environment there's no life do you, yo do you know who you are you are a superhero but not in the way that we've taken on we are super superb superior <laughs> but not in the way that we've taken on and if we operate in our feminine energy in all that we are as women with class and, and dignity and poise, we can change this world, women. We really can. Stop letting men get away with stuff. Stop letting these grown boys continue to operate, move, and maneuver as grown boys. Speak to the king in him. Operate as a woman and he has no choice to either operate as a man or step off and if every woman he comes across carries herself as a woman he will have no choice but to grow up and be a man period period single mothers if we stop acting like we don't need the fathers if we stop acting like you know letting these men get away with not being fathers and just dropping seeds and taking pride in the fact that oh well I got a baby by so and so if we make him stand up and be a father 
Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I sent my children to their dads. I have two boys, if you don't know me personally. I didn't want to. I did not want to. This is the hardest thing I have ever done in my entire life, but it's necessary for them, my sons, and I dare say for their fathers. Not that they're bad men, not that they're bad fathers. I, I say this all the time. My children, they're blessed. They're blessed. They may not have worked in a relationship with me, but they are amazing fathers. And for that, my, my kids are blessed. However, however, having having the, the children there full time, being, you know, that full time father to to their sons, it, it to me, I can already see the change in their relationship. And it's a beautiful thing. Now, I don't know if they would have ever like had I not been okay with this decision, you know, had we ever gotten to this point, I don't know, because I think they respect me enough and who I am as a mother that they probably wouldn't have suggested this because they know how I feel about my children. So it took me, you know, doing it and saying it. Best decision ever for all parties involved. And I say all that to say single mothers, if we stop acting like we don't need I don't need him. My kids don't need him. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I don't care if you're raising a boy or if you're raising a girl. They need their father and their father needs to be a father. So if we would check ourselves and stop acting like we don't need them and make them do what they're supposed to do, However you got to do that, because some of, some single mothers, some of y'all, because it ain't me, some of y'all ain't even trying to let the men be in the kids' lives. So it's your fault. Some of y'all making it difficult. Some, all men aren't just dropping seeds and walking away. There are still some good fathers out here, but it's the, the god darn women that's making it hard for them. Stop. Let that man do what he does. Just back up. I guarantee you he will figure it out. Long as he's not hurting the child. Nah. Anyway, we need our men. And, and here's the thing too. Here's the thing too. Here is the thing too. Because I was in a relationship with a man and I felt like he didn't need me as, as his woman. He wouldn't listen to me. He wouldn't acknowledge my greatness. He would like he didn't see me as the favor that I was to him as his wife. So I was like, well, why are we together? What do you need me for? And I had to step back right in my moment of reflection, which is why reflection is so important. And I was like, dang, I bet you men feel the same way. If I'm doing it all. And I'm giving off the aura that I don't need you, then you gonna step off. You're gonna be like, well, what's the purpose? A real man? Perhaps Javon, perhaps sister. That's why we're not attracting real men because the energy says we don't need you. So they're gonna move to where they need it. Point blank in the period. Women, we are super. Operate in your feminine energy. 
and watch everything around you change. The moment I really got clear about the fact that I just want to be a woman. I don't want to have to be mama and daddy and I never will be. But I don't want to have to worry about every aspect of my child's life by myself. I don't want to have to worry about every aspect of my life, of my well-being by myself. I don't want to have to be strong for everybody and then turn around and be strong for me. I No, no, no. The minute I said to myself, yes, I do need a man. Whatever that looks like, whether that's a male friend, my brother, my father, my uncles, my girl. Yes, my life changed. Stress levels down. I'm a, I, that's outside of me. I'm, I'm going to let you figure that out. I'm going to find someone else to figure that out. Can you take care of this for me? Can you do this for me? I, I need help. Again. Like part of being superior to me is knowing that you need others and knowing when to let other people move and operate so you can continue to reign supreme to me. Part of being a good leader is delegation. Part of being a good business owner is having people on your team so that you can continue to operate in the field in which you operate. So part of being a superwoman, a woman, is understanding that you need a man so that you can continue to operate in your femininity and all that that means. The superhero complex is killing us women, black women, And as a result, we're dying and our men are dying. Our men are dying because they're, they're, they're not operating in their true organic state. So they live in reckless. We're not bringing what we have to them because we're showing that we don't need them, which makes them think that they don't need us. It's off. As a people, we're dying. So that's all that I have to say. I hope that you have enjoyed this today. Um, if you stuck with me to the end, I appreciate you. I know sometimes I can be a little bit long-winded, but when I'm passionate about a subject, um, I just, I can't help it. Um, this particular one was inspired again, like I said, by Aretha Franklin's song, Natural Woman, because I now know what that song means in a whole different level or on a whole different level in a whole different context. Um, it's nothing like being a woman and being able to be a woman and being around a man who makes it easy for you to be a woman. It's the most beautiful thing ever. Um, so I love you all. Have a great day. Remember to discover your inner sparkle and let it shine because the world is waiting on you to just be you. And for more information about me, 
your guiding light, my books, uh, all that I have to offer, or just, you know, fun stuff. Everything I talk about isn't heavy. You know, I'm into DIY and music and art and all these things. Feel free to visit me over in my world at JavonAFraser.com. That's www.Javon, J-A-V-O-N, the letter A, Frazier, F-A-R-A-Z-I-E-R.com. I forgot to spell my own name. JavonAFraser.com. I love you guys. Bye. All right. So <laughs> this is going to be a little bit different. Um, I know you guys were looking for the recap or should I say the replay of the podcast that I had mentioned as I was sitting here listening to the podcast, right? And you can go back. It's still further down in the playlist. I think it's like episode one. Um, as I was listening to the podcast, it was so like cringy. Like, okay, <laughs> this is why reflection is amazing. This is why I swear by journaling and, you know, excuse me, documenting yourself because there was so much in that episode that no longer aligns with who I am and where I am. There was so much that I said that was just like, oof, you could tell I was in a different space. First of all, this that episode was at least 2018. At least. Matter of fact, I think it was 2018. It's now 2021. <laughs> Come on, growth and evolution. Like, <laughs> if I had any questions about whether or not I have evolved that episode just like let me know girl (laughs) girl you are not the same person kudos to you (laughs) (laughs) now y'all gonna go back and listen to it but there were some very very good points um in that episode so definitely go back and check it out but I can see, you know, in the episode, there was a lot of talk. You know, I mentioned like my nigga side, right? And I definitely, definitely remember that period of my life where I felt as if I had to portray a certain side in order to seem strong. Um, I remember being at marriage, being in marriage counseling the second time around. And one of the ladies in the church told me that I need to be softer. And I, it really irritated me. Right. And then I went through this whole like discovery about like what does that mean what does soft mean for me and what I what I realize is that there is a strength in being soft and that soft does not mean weak because when she said I needed to be softer, it triggered something in me because I felt like if I'm soft, they're going to take advantage. If I'm weak, they're going to take advantage. If I have a moment of like weakness, they're going to take advantage. That was coming from a place of hurt. 
you know, <laughs> it's interesting. I think I, I think I am still going to add that episode into this because it's interesting that in looking back and in listening to listening to myself in 2018 talk about myself prior right and knowing where I am now I now understand that that whole persona that I built up was to protect me or so I thought which really does go back to that superwoman syndrome like sometimes we act overly rough and mean and tough now let me make it clear it is it is a quality and an attribute of a woman to be a warrior right that is a part of our dna it is also a part of our dna however to be a nurturer to be soft-spoken, to be gentle. I think that is the beauty of being a woman is that we can be both. And here's the thing, because we, we, we talk about the divine feminine, right? And I talk about it a lot in the work that I do. But I want to make it clear that every person has a level of divine energy and mass, um, excuse me, feminine energy and masculine energy. It's in everything. It is literally in everything. So even though you have a man and, you know, you would think that the man would have masculine energy, we all have levels of feminine energy that we need to tap into, including men. That's how we came up with this, like, toxic masculinity. Like, for me, this is Javon speaking, toxic masculinity is is a man who is not in touch with his feminine side. When you have so much masculinity that it's it's unhealthy. Masculine energy is not bad. It is not bad. I love the parts of me that are masculine. I have a lot of masculine energy in my chart. Masculine energy is my logic side, right? That is my, you know, um, get it done side. The feminine energy is when I feel into things, is when I lean into my intuition. I put my knowing on the back burner and I and I go off of what I intuitively feel, think, and receive. There is beauty in both. And every human being, spiritual being, in a human experience, human body, human form, needs to be able to tap into both sides in order to fully function at the capacity that they're intended. I can't be overly emotional all the time. But I can't be in my head all the time either. And it's interesting because part of, you know, why I felt like feminism was horrible was because I didn't I I, I'm trying to choose my words I feel like the feminist movement did not 
honor and appreciate the masculine. And I want to I want to be clear because, you know, having evolved and having learned and, and grown, whatever, I understand that masculine and, and feminine do not necessarily mean male and female. I get that. I still honor our men. I still support our men. I still go hard for our men. That ain't going to never change. Like, I think men are amazing. They are necessary. They are needed. But I also think women are amazing and they are necessary and we are needed, right? So I understand that, you know, a man can have an, you know, extraordinary amount of feminine energy, just like a woman can have an extraordinary amount of masculine energy. That's just the energy that they have chosen to tap into or that they mm, um, explore the most. Because we all have feminine in, in feminine and masculine energy within us. But I'm getting off the tangent here. Um, <laughs> so, in listening to that episode about the superhero syndrome, or super, yeah, superhero syndrome, there were a lot of things that I still definitely agree with. And I definitely understand how, and and I see why I wanted to to (laughs) bring this episode to the forefront now. There are still so many people who, there are still so many women who are in different phases of their journey. Just because that episode and where I was and those thoughts no longer resonate with me does not mean that someone listening cannot identify or gain something from where I was at that point, right? That is my job as your guiding light. But I gotta tell you, it was very difficult listening to me say those, say some of those words. Like every time I said my nigga side, like something to me was just like, oh, oh God. Oh, why do you keep fucking saying that? Like that is so ignorant. Because I understand that, like, all this time you were, that wasn't your quote-unquote nigga side. That was your trauma speaking. That was your trauma. That was your lower self. That was the part of you that wasn't healed yet. And and you're glorifying your trauma. (laughs) That irritated me. You were glorifying you're hurting your pain and you're holding on to it as a badge of honor. I am so grateful for that man that crossed my path in 2018. I'm so grateful for that conversation. I'm so grateful for the work that I have done since then to now be in this position where I am now to understand that I don't, I don't glorify, first of all, First of all, being able to identify it for what it is, right? Because it's twofold. The superhero syndrome is, let me not be vulnerable. Let me not be weak. Let me not, you know, show any of that. I now understand that being able to be vulnerable is my strength. Being able to open myself up, to fall in love, and, and be vulnerable and, and experience the pain and the beauty and the triumphs and the trials. That is, that is my strength. 
I love my ability to stand up and speak up for myself and be the warrior goddess that I am, but also be soft-spoken and gentle and nurturing and loving and soft and knowing when to be what. That is a strength. That speaks to the work that I've done. That speaks to the growth. That speaks to me knowing myself. And I don't apologize. I don't. I don't apologize for being a highly sensitive person at times. I don't apologize for being type A at times. I don't apologize for being no nonsense at times. I don't apologize for speaking up. I don't apologize for talking about the things that other people would be like, "Mm, maybe you should have kept that to yourself. I don't apologize for creating my own path, dancing to the beat of my own drums that nobody else can see or hear but me at times. Because that is my beauty as a woman. And understanding that it is okay to put it all down and to not be anything, to just be still. Did y'all hear the birds chirping just then? To just be silent. We cannot honor women this month, yesterday, with International Women's Day, without saying, sis, I see you and I honor you and I appreciate all that you are and all that you have done. The light and the dark the moments of vulnerability and perceived weakness as well as the moments of empowerment and strength I also see you at your lowest moment and I honor how you feel in this moment because it's valid but I love you and I support you enough to remind you of who you are And to remind you that you can't stay at this low point. That is my duty to you as a woman. That is what sisterhood is about. And so if you've listened to this entire episode, you've made it to this point. No matter what part you can resonate with. The 2018 Javon, the 2021 Javon, or if you find yourself somewhere in between, know that as a woman, you have a whole tribe of women supporting you, loving you, holding you up. It was so beautiful last night when we were doing... Uh, our womb work right and um, we understand the power in the womb and I'm going to talk about that you know go go deeper within that later but we were doing this this womb meditation and we were connecting to our womb space and our heart and, and tapping into those two areas and I said to them that in this moment 
There is a sister across the globe that you will never know holding space for you just because you're a woman. Right now, you have the ability to hold space and to send love to someone that you may never see just because you're a woman. That's your power, right? And so no matter where you find yourself on this journey of womanhood, of evolving, of growing, of navigating your experience, know that myself, along with many other women, are holding space for you. We are wrapping you in love. We see you in every form that you are every aspect and we love you and we honor you and we support you in all of it know that the women who came before you fought cried gave of themselves so that you could be vulnerable so that you could take off your superwoman cape remove the s off your chest and just be whatever that looks like and whatever that feels like and know that the women who are coming behind you will be able to be stronger because of you and what you're doing and how you're standing up and how you're evolving It is something so beautiful. It's sisterhood. It's medicine. I want to take this opportunity to thank everyone who is listening. If something that I said resonated with you in any way, definitely share, leave a comment. I know that this episode was was different. Um, I had an idea of what it was going to look like and then, you know, it changed. But guess what? That is my power as a woman. (laughs) Um, So, yes. I love you. I honor you. I appreciate you. Um, If you would like one-on-one support on your journey, we definitely can um, work together. I do offer womb wellness sessions um, at the Hidden Jewel Wellness Boutique. It can be virtual or in person if you are within driving distance of the Myrtle Beach area. You can find out more about that at www.hiddenjewelboutique.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and then of course, uh, myself personally, Javon A. Frazier, on both Instagram and Facebook. And my personal website is www.javonafrazier.com. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. And as I always say, remember to discover your inner sparkle and let it shine because the world is waiting on you to just be you. Bye.